This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Let's revisit a story from earlier this week. Uh, as we all heard on Tuesday, there's a new battery production plant coming to Maple Ridge. Uh, leaders gathered uh, in Maple Ridge on Tuesday where Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, Premier David Eby and the mayor of uh, Maple Ridge, Dan Rumi, and many other dignitaries uh, to announce a partnership between battery, battery manufacturer E1 Moly and the province and federal governments. A billion-dollar partnership, um, 350 new jobs, 100 existing jobs that will be uh, that we part of that. So 450 jobs in total. Uh, the province is investing about $80 million into the new facility. $970 million comes from the federal government, E1 Moly, and private sources. Uh, I think about $700 million of that is private sector, and the rest is between the federal and provincial uh, governments. Now, the batteries themselves that they'll be producing are usable in um, vacuums and power tools and garden trimmers and medical devices. Here's Prime Minister Trudeau speaking on that day. Ewan Moly has picked Maple Ridge to build a major lithium-ion battery cell manufacturing facility. This investment will create up to 350 great new jobs and secure over 100 existing positions. Now, we spent a lot of time talking about Prime Minister Trudeau in Israel that day, and not that we didn't cover the event itself, but I think it's important to uh, revisit this story, just get a sense of uh, how important this investment is. I mean, you think of LNG plants or forestry or mining, uh, mining, uh, new mining projects, those projects can be in the hundreds of million dollars, in many cases, billions of dollars, but usually don't see or about a billion dollar investment in suburban Vancouver. So it is news in many ways. So joining me now to talk a little bit about the E1 Moly facility is Dan Rumi, who's the mayor of Maple Ridge. Dan, thank you for joining us. Hey, Jazz, thank you for having me. How important is this for your community? Well, I mean, to, let's put this in context for a moment. We're a city with a population of 95,000. We're growing twice the, the rate of the national average. Um, when we look at our tax base, 93% of our tax base is residential. So hmm. to have a billion-dollar investment uh, into our community will go a long way to balancing out that uh, tax base for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, is E1, has E1 Moly been there before in regards to being located in Maple Ridge, or is this a new, uh, a new arrival for the community? They, they've been existing there for quite some time. Uh, they've went through different iterations of it, but the current uh, company, uh, E1 Moly, is, is uh, from a uh, Taiwanese company, have been there for quite a while, uh, many, many years, uh, and uh, they have been working towards wanting to create a new manufacturing plant in North America. So there's been lots of ongoing discussions, and they've chosen to stay in Maple Ridge, uh, and we've worked very hard to help them get to the point where they were able to make that decision. Mm. Uh, and I know uh, Taiwanese companies are uh, reshoring to a certain degree as well. You, you hear of a massive semiconductor facility uh, that they want to open in Arizona, a Foxconn itself. 
uh, is, I think, converting a GM plant in Ohio, uh, and those are in the billions of dollars. And then, of course, you have this investment uh, uh, as well. How much work did it take on your part? I know, as you say, the facility was there before different iterations, but how much work did it take on your part and council's part just to make sure uh, you could sort of make sure they invested and continue to invest in your community? Well, I can tell you uh, back in 2019 when I was a member of Parliament, this is something that I brought to Industry Canada because uh, we've had those conversations uh, back then. Uh, when we were elected in uh, last year, um, we started meeting with them and they were still deciding where they wanted to go uh, and what their, their challenges were. So we worked very closely with them, their engineers, our engineers, city staff, council uh, to to see how this could possibly work because you know you're you're talking again about a billion dollar investment uh, that's not a small small thing to be to, to be talking about so the fact that they were they were here already uh, they need to expand their operation so we've been going back and forth with them to help them do that um on a regional level, we often hear that I think four and a half percent of the land here in Metro Vancouver is uh, is geared towards industrial. How much of a challenge is that for your community? I know the Surrey still got lots of land. Um, I shouldn't say lots of land, at least some land. <laughs> They're growing pretty quickly as well. But we have a huge challenge in this region that we just don't have enough industrial land. What's it like, look like uh, in Metro in Man Maple Ridge specifically? Well, you know, it's actually interesting because we have a lot of opportunity. Uh, if, as we put together our Maple Ridge Moose Plan, mm-hmm. which is going to expand the Abernathy Corridor and, and go all the way out to 256, where there's actually around 600 acres of industrial land available, which is something that everybody is interested in. And this announcement uh, brings with it a lot of attention that says that Maple Ridge is a player in the region, uh, you know, and the economic spin-offs, you know, we're talking about construction, transportation, supply chain, site surfacing. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're 30 minutes outside Delta Port. So, you know, when we look at the Pacific Rim trading, this is perfect for us. We're well positioned to, to grow our own community and contribute to being able to build our infrastructure with companies like this that come on board. So I think it's, on top of everything else, the fact that they will attract even more business to us, uh, this is very exciting for Maple Ridge. So I just want to confirm, you have 600 acres that hasn't been touched yet that has to be developed? That's correct. All right, well, that's a good problem to have. We, we need more of that in, the, in, in, uh, in Metro Vancouver. Uh, speak to me, and I, have, I was over in your community a few months ago and got a chance to meet your, you and your council. Um, speak to me just in regards to the growth there. Uh, you know, we, we know suburbs are growing, population is growing. What, what are the unique challenges that you have in Maple Ridge? Because people think it's, you know, it's far off, it's the sleepy suburbs, but it's not any of that anymore. Walk us through what, what Maple Ridge looks like today and where you're headed. Oh, gosh. Uh, so earlier this year, we actually launched a new brand strategy mm-hmm. for us uh, because, uh, again, we need to change that, that image that, that outsiders have of who we are. And when we look at how fast we're growing, again, as I said, twice the national rate, in the next 10 years, we expect to grow by another 20 to 30,000 population. So what do we need? We need more housing. We need more economic development. We need more infrastructure. And we need to understand that uh, our, our transportation corridors 
we can't expand them anymore. So another exciting announcement that we had yesterday was the announcement that we're prioritized to get one of the first BRT routes, bus rapid transit routes, in the lower mainland. And why is that exciting? Is because now it allows us on that one route that we have from Haney Place to uh, Langley, it will allow us to start to redevelop that area and start to bring more uh, housing, uh, rental housing, uh, towers. It'll allow us to redevelop everything and, and, and bring us to a point where people will be able to get the things that they need in Maple Ridge. Uh, in fact, I will say that um, the where the Molly Cell building is, there will be a BRT uh, stop nearby, so people can take that BRT once it uh, all comes together. Uh, and it's not far from the West Coast Express as well. So it's well positioned to 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 be able to service the needs of those new employees that they'll be hiring. And. I- I guess with the BRT, you would eventually, as you're heading into Langley, you'd be able to catch the SkyTrain once it's built into Langley City. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Uh, final question to you. Uh, you know, we've had a lot of mayors on with the new housing legislation that's been announced by the NDP government. You know, cities like Vancouver think it's fabulous. Uh, cities like Delta, generally speaking, the councils that I've spoken to really like the idea. Those are established communities. There's not a lot of um, open land, free land, greenfield land uh, that's available. Langley Township, another different different sort of argument that they make is, look, we are doing everything they want in regards to the missing middle, greater density. But we also have a lot of open land available, and we would like to um, build there based on local values, local needs, and build it holistically rather than this this large piece of legislation uh, foisted upon us, which is you know greater density and all of those types of things. We, we're doing that already. Don't force us to do it in land that hasn't been developed. We'll do that on our own time. Now, in the case of Maple Ridge, where do you sit on this issue? Do you think it's this issue takes away local autonomy and is foisting these, challenge, uh, these, these, these decisions on you? Or do you think it's the right decision for your community? I'm just curious. Well, uh, when we look at some of that legislation, we're still absorbing it, trying to understand it. But I think it's important to note that a lot of those things we as a council have already been talking about, uh, whether it's public hearings, whether it's infill, uh, we've already had those conversations, uh, so we need to see how, how that legislation lines up with where we have been going. We've streamlined a lot of the processes at City Hall. Uh, what's, what I think is extremely important is we can't have builders sitting in the queue for two, three, four, five years. That's what gets us into trouble. So as an organization, we are ramping up on how we do business, on how we are able to move applications through the system. Uh, we have now been a- accepted as a, one of the pilot cities to do uh, AI building permit technology. Um, things like that will help us to do a better job so that when, when developments come to us, we can move them through the queue even faster. So as the legislation comes drops down, we'll continue to look at it. We'll continue to see where are we lined up? Where are we not lined up? And we'll pass that information on to our MLAs. And as with any, as you know, in legislation, there's debate that happens. So where it lands, not sure at this point. But um, I think I think what they're trying to do is the, is 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 right uh, in trying to help solve the crisis. But they also have to understand that cities like ours uh, are w- ready, willing, and able 
to do what we need to do to get it done. So I don't think anybody wants anybody telling them what to do. No, that um, is that is no. true. Dan, we've run out of time. We want to work together. We yeah, work together. I do. And once again, congratulations to you and uh, all your fellow councillors in the entire uh, city of Maple Ridge. That's a huge week for you folks. A billion-dollar investment doesn't happen every week, I tell you. But you take it when it comes, that's for sure. Dan, thank, congr- thanks for your time and congratulations to you. All right.